0: Welcome to Nourishing the Feminine Soul with Pamela Wasabi. Take a deep breath and open up to the possibilities of what your life has to offer. Pamela and her guests will show you how you can take charge of your life by embracing the values of the wild woman. Exhale, learn to trust yourself again, embrace your infinite power of intuition, and love yourself crazy. Now, here's your host, Pamela
1: Wasabi. Don't judge a snake because she wiggles on the ground, or because she sizzles when she sees you. She carries the kind of wisdom only an armless and legless animal can understand. She was not condemned to lack extremities. She was gifted a privilege. She's closer to the earth's heart. She keeps its secrets. She has a unique perspective. She's grounded like no other but she's been banned and booed and deemed ugly when in fact she's a powerful creature and a dangerous one, because she represents feminine wisdom. She represents liberation from the ego. She represents sexual awareness. Funny how such a beautiful creature becomes a burden to our society. Perhaps we live scared of our own potential, of all that invite us to uncoil, bite the apple, meet her, She resides in your root chakra. She's kundalini energy. When she wakes up, your snake-like spine becomes a bridge between the ground and the divine. And that was a poem from the book, Women of the Moon, page 55. You can find this book on Amazon.com or through my website. Hello there. I am your host, Pamela Wasabi, and this is your show, Nourishing the Feminine Soul. You can listen to us live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. through voiceamerica.com health and wellness channel. You can also catch our recording, uh, whatever or whatever podcasts are being heard. That's iTunes, uh, Spotify. Uh, You can also connect with me through my social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, Pamela Wasabi, or for all for all bakery affairs facebook instagram pamela wasabi bakery and speaking about my bakery this month i'm turning four with my business my bakery so to celebrate i would like to give you a discount code you can take 30 percent off on anything in my website the code is birthday capital letters and the number 20 birthday 20 all right that is the little intro and social sprinkle (laughs) for today Uh, today's theme is sacred sexuality. And I think this is such an important theme to discuss in our families, in our with our friends, with our intimate ones. It's an attribute of the divine feminine and of the divine masculine. It's of the wild women and of the wild men because sexuality is the creative energy and is the mother energy that creates absolutely everything. Everything is created by the coming together of the feminine and the masculine. Even an idea, a project, an activity, you know very well, a baby, a couple. It's made of feminine and masculine energy, even even gay couples, because we're speaking about energy. And this is what sexuality uh, wants to remind us of. Sexuality leads the way to understanding what is it that we're made of, and we are made of energy. So this episode is an invitation to look at sexuality from a different perspective or with a different lens. And to start the our episode, uh, Changing Our Perspective, I want to raise a couple questions to you. Did you know that our relationship with sexuality can stand in the way of our relationship with our bodies? And it actually has an effect on us losing or gaining weight? And did you know that what you think of sexuality can actually influence a positive or negative self-body image? So what you think about sexuality is a direct expression of what you think about yourself as energy. Uh, and it's really sad that in our Western culture, we have, you know, so sexuality suffers such a, such a high judgment. We turn shy, angry, happy, or, or cocky, according to our understanding of this subject. But we have to understand that sexuality is an attribute of a divine feminine, and it's key, it's a necessity for our liberation. So this is a, this is a theme that I, I love to be open about, to speak about. I even, I have a seven-year-old daughter, and I am very honest with her when it comes to sexuality, because uh, sexuality is not something to, to, to ban or boot, it's something to embrace. Uh, and it's obviously something that I wrote about on my next book, The Wild Woman. Uh, it has to do with our relationship with food, as I explained, or as I raised the questions before. Uh, my book is coming out next month. Uh, you can also pre-order my book through PamelaWasabi.com. Uh, but yes, I do speak about sexuality in relationship to gaining and keeping un- unwanted weight. And when it comes to our understanding of ourselves. okay? Sexuality is something that can go either way, we can speak about sexuality on a positive, uh, you know, with a positive approach, or it can also have a negative impact in our lives. And I'm referring to those people that have been sexually abused. And when you have been sexually abused, there's that's also an energy that is going to permeate your being and what you think about existence itself. And one thing that happens recurrently in people that have been sexually abused is that they lose their they lose the trust in everything. They lose the trust in uh, the ability the ability to trust the unknown, their bodies, and their selves. So they live in some sort of survival uh, mode, and they are traumatized about anything that can bring them closer or remind them of their experience. So in a way, uh, they are, you know, they, they shy away from sexuality, and this is the irony or this is where the roadblocks happen because we are feeling betrayed by the same energy that birthed us. It's us to think that, you know, the same mother energy that gave birth to us is the one that has lied to us or betrayed us. So it's a very delicate, delicate topic. And so it has its uh, repercussions when it comes to our relationship with food. And when we don't feel safe, the first thing that we're going to do is try to uh, look for some sort of protection mechanism mechanism. And guess what? Weight shows up as the, as the night that is going to save our lives. And wait, the only thing that weight is there to do for us is to protect us, to keep us safe. And this is a mechanism from our child ego. In my book, I also expand on the three different types of ego that we have as human beings. Um, I am a, st- a student of Carl Jung. So I am um, <clears throat> I um, I agree with his perspective, obviously all his teachings, and so in my book I include or I describe the different types of egos and how our child ego, which is the one that it's it's a side of our pe- personality that wants to keep safe, uh, seeks for weight as a protection mechanism. Uh, As a shield to keep predators at bay and predators or predators, excuse my Spanish accent, Uh, it's uh, it's anything that we we fear anything that we don't trust okay so. Sexuality And the way that I want to invite sexuality into the conversation today is to embrace who we are. We are sexual beings. And I say it again, when we don't befriend this energy, we invite roadblocks into our life. We have to understand that sex is not evil, and neither is weight weight has actually been the survival mechanism that kept your soul safe so embracing yourself as a sexual being on your own terms is the most liberating expression of the self sexual energy is creative energy and it is an act of love right michelle Michelle energy
2: Uh, is creative energy. It's also the
1: abundance flow energy,
2: (laughs) emotional flow energy.
1: Yes, my friend. Uh, So for today's episode, I am bringing Michelle Alva. She's this incredible force. She is creative energy, like a thousand percent. I see her on Instagram and Facebook, posting live videos and doing interviews and she's doing meditation exercises and then she's doing a class and Oh my God, like I cannot keep up with her amazing overflowing energy of positivity. (laughs) She embodies through her every move move who she is. She's an unstoppable woman. She's so inviting and it's so warm to be around you. Mm -hmm. Um, And yes, you have this amazing experience, 24 years of experience, which is completely unmatchable. And I'm going to read a little bit of your bio. I was completely blown away by this uh, uh, array of uh, titles and experiences that you carry around you. She has a background in women's health and pelvic floor physical therapy, hypnosis, NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. Time Dynamics, Tantra, Integrative Yoga Therapy, Sound Healing, Psychic K, which I would love to know what that is, Mindfulness-Based Meditation, Belly Dance, and Shamanism. She created the Alva Method, and she also created the Wild Women of Abundance Program. So Michelle, how are you doing today?
2: Well, I'm so grateful to be here with you and everyone listening and all the Instagram followers too. And I'm just really grateful on this topic of sacred sexuality because it's taken me my whole life, 47 years, to really embrace. And it's a constant practice, you know, of loving all of who we are, as you say. I mean, I definitely have been one of the hardest people on myself Mm -hmm. and just really have, I feel unworthiness has been the massive focus of my life, really recreating the stories that I created as a child. You know, we talk a lot about the woundedness and the inner child. And so I'm living proof that we can shift our life and we're not our past and we can love our past. We could turn all that shit into fertilizer and grow (laughs) and it's all just really a mindset and so i'm so ha- happy to be here I-, I love that you wrote a, wo- a book called wild woman yeah so i'm so happy that we got together and just listening to the intro of this podcast i'm like yes 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 more of these podcasts please so.
1: <laughs> let's bring it in so i think you touch upon a very important subject when it comes to sexuality you mentioned unworthiness Uh, And I think that collectively as uh, human beings, we do suffer of unworthiness and Feeling unlovable, feel feeling that we don't belong. This is a these are collective sicknesses of the soul, and it has to do is directly related to our sexuality, because uh, sexuality, um, as I'm sure you're gonna speak about, is related to abundance, to the wild women of abundance, how we see ourselves, how we understand ourselves, and how we accept the gifts that belong within us. Right. So unworthiness is trying to say. I'm not worthy for that, so success does not belong in my life, so I I shy away from it, right?
2: Yeah, and fear of our own power, too. That's been another one, to just yes. own our power. And then, so those, those are the things that become, the mess becomes the message, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I, I and yeah, you know, uh, another thing that you mentioned is that you know, because we are speaking about sexuality, health, and wellness, or where we're speaking about nutrition, diet, uh, lifestyle, whatever it is, we are experts, or we are, you know, knowledgeable in the subject. Not because we read books, but because we went through the journey of. On, like discovering and <laughs> revealing the real self that the real self that's within us so it took us to be able to recognize the obstacles and the roadblocks uh, you know that i mentioned before to be able to say hey i was living blinded or i was living with the stories from our childhood you know that we learned from our, our society and so i was not really living my life i was living somebody else's idea of what life should be correct mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And that happens with sexuality. I mean, sexuality has been booned and banned for centuries. I mean, we're talking about back to the uh, 14th century or so when, uh, you know, religion and the government stepped in and they wanted to steal the power from us. Because when we embrace who we are, when we embrace our sexuality, we become instantly, absolutely powerful creatures. (laughs) creatures <laughs> so you <want> <laughs> so uh, do you want to talk about a little bit of um, when it comes to what happens when you embrace this sexual energy
2: well I mean I can only talk about my personal experience uh, and of course I can I can share what I've witnessed in other women but if you think about it the, the root chakra is the foundational chakra and supposedly we develop that it's an energetic center in we developed the first year of life and so hopefully we have some type of feeling of safety support as as babies right the first year of life and then the sexual chakra develops two to three years and if you can imagine with women you know sometimes depending on your past as a child if you put your hand there and you discover that there's a little spot right there that feels really good or for me i remember riding on a elephant at the zoo And it was going slow and i was just like oh this feels interesting like (laughs) interacting with the foundation of where i was sitting and i think that was the very first memory i have of something pleasurable down there but the way that i was raised you know and i'm not booing the catholic religion but the way that my mom perceived the catholic religion and the way i absorbed it was that you don't masturbate you don't touch yourself You know that's dirty. Even even my period, my mom, I remember saying, and I shouldn't say this, but it's true, how you shouldn't take a bath while you're bleeding. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. But okay. And so, can you imagine for a week not taking a shower? (laughs) And I lived by these rules, these beliefs, and I thought, you know, I wanted to be loved, so I wanted to do everything right. And so for me, my first sexual experience was very traumatic because I was only 14 and I didn't even know really what sex was. My mom never sat there and explained it to me. And so it was kind of this mysterious thing. And I knew that this teenager wanted something. And then as it was happening to me, I was like, oh, my God, is this sex? Oh, my God, is this going to be sex? Is this?" And then it happened. And so the whole time my body was contracted. And basically, I thought God didn't love me anymore as of that moment, because you're supposed to get married and then lose your virginity with the love of your life forever. I definitely watched too many Disney movies, too. That didn't help, (laughs) because I think I was looking for the prince, and he wasn't the prince, you know? And Anyway, long story short, I lived. I think about Charlie Brown and that little kid with the dirt that walks, and he's like dirt, dirt emanating from his aura. I forgot what his name was in Charlie Brown, but... He's like the dirty kid. So basically, that's who I was. That was what I thought. True story. That I was damaged goods and I wasn't the virgin that I'm supposed to be. Like, I looked up the Virgin Mary, you know. In that time of my life, I I was not what what I'm supposed to be. And the thing is, I didn't really want that to happen. So I was like, you know, is God still going to love me? But I didn't really want that to happen. I just didn't. I wasn't powerful back then. Today I would have been, I wouldn't even been in that room. You know what I'm saying? With the the voice I have today, but I wasn't that girl at age 14. So I lived my life contracted in my body, ashamed of my past, covering up. I felt guilty and I literally manifested tension in my pelvic in my cervical area. So sex was painful. So I actually thought sex was painful from that moment on. I just assumed that it was painful. Mm -hmm. And so pleasure and sex, that was not, they didn't equal each other. And so then 14 years later, I was in this three hour pelvic floor yoga class at a conference and like, and I remember squeezing for three hours, you know, like everything we had to do, every asana was based from that foundation of the root chakra. It was a root chakra uh, workshop.
1: Mm -hmm. And I got home and I
2: was exhausted after that whole day of yoga conference. And I took a bath and I was laying in my bathtub. And all of a sudden, I started to think about that first moment when I lost my virginity. And I felt scared. And I felt like these words, like, you're such a whore. You're such a slut. You're damaged goods. And then something inside of me was like, no, I'm not. You know, no, I'm not. And then I just started breathing in the bathtub at age 28. 14 years after this happened to me and I don't think I really addressed it until that moment and I just started crying and crying and crying and I felt this tingling coming out of my like out of my vagina and down my legs just this tingle 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 feeling and I just cried and held myself in the bathtub and then that night my ex-husband he was in his residency, he's a doctor and he got home really late and I was like waiting for him to, to get home because I knew something happened to me. I felt mm-hmm. like something lifted off of me and like I was a new person. And so I told him, I remember saying, I healed my vagina. Like, you want to come check it out? <laughs> something like that where I was very, like something inside of me softened mm-hmm. and I and I felt this sweetness about myself, which I think before... Well, I was a very type A control freak yoga teacher person Mm -hmm. that like everything is about alignment. You have to do it perfect. And that was my yoga. It was about that. It wasn't about the surrender, letting go. And so that night was the very first night that I made love. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I had made love, and, I, and it felt soft and supple without revealing too many personal details there. <laughs> and because of my background in physical therapy, I was paying attention to the sensations in my cervix, in my vagina, in my pelvic floor. And so it was almost like this, I was really tuning in. And what I can tell you, I, I changed, is I softened. <sighs> And I allowed my emotions, that little girl that was so rejected by me. I rejected myself because of all the fucking rules of society that I'm supposed to be. Well, I couldn't measure up to it. I couldn't be that perfect girl that would have said, no, don't touch me, get off of me. And so I was very confused for so many years. Where do I, where am I? Where do I fit according to the world? You know, so my my self-esteem was based on other people. My ability to love myself and, and allow myself to embrace myself was based on what my mother thought, what God up above thought, and what I felt I, I was so hard on myself. Like, why couldn't you say no? I was so mad at myself for not owning my body. And, and, and so I think it made me close up. So a woman that is not connected to her sexuality, your sexuality is your creative energy. It's your feminine energy. And so a hardened woman we become. We shut down feeling so we don't feel as deeply. We are not orgasmic because if we had orgasm, that would mean there's a release, <laughs> there's a surrendering. And then that's why I think so many women try to orgasm in their clitoris. They're like, screw that vagina, I'm not gonna go in there. God knows what I'm holding in there. Let me compensate and get what the clitoral, 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 like everything is external. But that's your pudendal nerve, folks. And because I understand the science, We want to go to the biggest nerve. The biggest nerve is the nerve of the deeper release of that kundalini energy. And so that's what I was able to open up to. And honestly, it's been appealing away. It's been a process for me of regaining my love and and love for myself, respect for myself. Instead of being a doormat, I feel today. I remind myself that I'm a queen, that I'm an empress. And so I feel for a long time, I was trying so hard to love myself. So that's where I feel yoni massage, tantra, doing this deeper work. And yes, of course, pelvic floor physical therapy is a wonderful way to open the door, but we don't address the emotions. We don't talk about that. It is not something that we're taught in physical therapy school and so I see today how many women are holding chronic pain, chronic tension that is emotional pain that if you don't process the emotions in the body tissues and hypnosis is not enough, NLP is not enough, and I am an NLP practitioner. And so I believe that a woman that receives a a complementary integrative approach that acknowledges that she is an energetic body that has emotions, that is has a mindset. She has a belief system. So we must look at all of those components and what she's eating, of course, but that's not my forte. And then, and then, so I'm focusing on the things that I can focus and the fact that you're a vibrational being. This is why I love to use sound healing, singing, you know, creating sounds and vibrating our bodies, belly dance. And so it's many different things that awaken us to that beautiful feminine part of us that a lot of us are ashamed of. And I mean, I didn't even masturbate till I was 37 years old, forget it. I thought that was a sin, so I never even went there. That wasn't even an exploration. But the funny thing was when I was 31, I was pregnant and I wasn't going into labor naturally. So I I remember getting a list and printing out this list of all the natural ways to unnaturally induce labor. So I was trying so hard to naturally induce labor, but it was very unnatural. And one of them was masturbation. And so I was like going around my belly and trying to touch myself down here. I remember doing this and, and thinking, forget that one. Let's go to the next one. Okay, let's go do acupuncture. <laughs> like, how do you want to go there, you know? It's so interesting. And there, let me tell you, if these lips could talk down there, there's a lot of stories they could tell. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, Michelle, first of all, thank you for being so vulnerable and open and uh, telling your story. and I think you you know that by embracing your story, you have changed a lot of lives. You have inspired so many women. And you are actually being that voice that you needed when you were a young kid, lost and not having somebody that could guide you on the right path. Um, and I think that our relationship with our mothers has a lot to do with our sexuality also in a collective level. And it's not to blame our moms, but our moms were daughters also and you know, our previous generations suffer a bit more of uh, a conservative mind and a limited mindset that didn't allow them really to explore who they were, right? Mm-hmm. And so you and I, in this, well, I mean, uh, our generation. Let's put it that way. Our generation—it's uh, learning to unlearn, to unlearn all these habits of limitations of thinking that. Uh, we will be bad or doomed or excluded from certain principles or institutions because we decided to go another way. And that other way is actually to explore within ourselves what is that really resonates with us. And many times that has nothing to do with the institutions that we are part of, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I take ownership today because in the neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis the work that i've done studying learning about quantum physics it's and then also with kevin walton creatorhood is all about ownership and so there's this i think what happens is so many of us were hiding we're ashamed of ourselves. We don't want to admit it like myself. And then even myself, I am a healing guide. I am a leader, you know, and and I say I'm a leader, but there's this part of me that's like, I'm scared to be a leader, you know, because <laughs> we have so much responsibility and people look up to you. And so I tell people, I'm no different than you. I'm going through my own stuff. Yeah, I'm a great catalyst for people. When it comes to my own personal romantic relationship, I'm single right now and I have gone backwards into my own relationship with myself. And I really want to get to know myself as a queen goddess, as an empress. And I want to really nourish myself and prioritize myself because I love to give. And so in my relationships in the past, I would get lost in the other person. I was very codependent with my ex-husband. I didn't know any better. And so there's this trust that I'm building right now with myself, full transparency, that I wish to come into my next relationship with whoever it is that I'm that I'm meant to align with that I'm creating mm-hmm. but this version of myself I'm still strengthening my trust and so and the commitment and to to show up consistently so I'm not quite ready right now to manifest that person so there's no rush for me and I and I love how I'm taking my time and I'm really enjoying this creation time and get to know me time it's like I'm dating myself right now
1: Yes, I think you bring a really important uh, point, and it's trust, which I would love to discuss after we are back from our break. Trust, responsibilities show up in life fully on in yourself. These are things that uh, we need to go deeper. So I'll leave you guys with a little message from my bakery. Remember, birthday 20 gives you 30% off. Here we go.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voiceamerica. Nourishment and baked goods in the same sentence? It's possible. You'll want to visit Pamelawasabi.com. Pamela Wasabi Bakery specializes in creating delicious desserts made with organic, wholesome, and exotic ingredients. Enjoy cookies, brownies, birthday cakes, and even silky cheesecakes. And the best part? Everything is vegan and gluten-free. Shop at PamelaWasabi.com. Bite into our heavenly lavender cookie with roasted pistachio. Sink your fork into a slice of passion fruit cheesecake or a piece of our decadent vanilla almond cake with rose frosting. Oh, and you must try our customer favorite, a celestial chocolate chip cookie with charcoal salt. Everything we have is delicious. We ship nationwide. And right now, you can use the code vegan to receive free shipping. Place your order today at PamelaWasabi.com. And remember to use the code vegan for free shipping. Pamela Wasabi Bakery. Eat more beauty. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. you are listening to nourishing the feminine soul to get in touch with the show today call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 or send an email to radio at pamela now back to nourishing the feminine soul here's pamela wasabi
1: Yes, my friends, please communicate with us, send us your questions. We would love to have you and answer your question. Any doubt that uh, you know pops out into your mind. It's like an open conversation and this is a necessity. We need to speak about sexuality. We need to speak about embracing our bodies, loving ourselves crazy, every inch of our bodies, every every cell. Uh, this is about an energy and energy, uh, you know. It, embodies and embraces and exudes and exists in all we are. So we're here with Michelle Alva Love speaking about sexuality, and she has a very interest- interesting program called the Wild Women of Abundance. And I want to touch upon this abundance subject because we are lacking embracing our abundance as women and men collectively. We have this disease of thinking that we do not belong, that we are not enough, that we are not worthy, and that success is not for us. And believe it or not, success and being a... Being everything that you want it to be has to do with your sexuality and your relationship with your root chakra, which is sexuality, sexual energy. Um, in my book, Wild Woman, the Wild Woman book, which is out next November, I speak about sexuality, abundance, our relationship with uh, weight, with food, relationship with our bodies, of course, and it's a very interesting subject uh, to think that we don't deserve who we are. Need to be because we have that embraced story inside of us. We grew up thinking that, you know, success, fame, I don't know financial security, uh, happiness belongs to somebody else, but not to us. And Caroline Myers says that um, if you feel that you deserve something, then you don't because that actually exists within you. So you don't need to feel like, oh, I need to get there. It already exists within you. And when you have that realization, You open the door to abundance, and abundance is an overflowing energy. It's like a revolving door. It never stops, and that is manifested through the five houses of the wild woman right, which are your relationship with your job, your career, your profession, your passion, your relationships with your intimate ones, with your loved ones, with your family, with your friends. It has to do with your spirituality, how you love yourself. It has to do with how you nourish your body, your mind, and your soul. We are this three-dimensional persona, mind, body, and soul. So you don't only feed yourself on a physical level, but you also have to feed yourself on a a spiritual, emotional, and uh, in the mindset uh, aspect as well. So I'm here with Michelle Alba, and I want her to tell us a little bit of this Wild Woman of Abundance.
2: Well, the Wild Woman of Abundance was born in March after everybody was in the pandemic this year, you know, when we got the news that my daughter wasn't going to go to school anymore physically. I got excited because I was like, I don't have to wake up at 6 a.m. and take my daughter anymore to school. I'm gonna dedicate an hour of meditation to myself. And I'm gonna work on really, truly creating the space that I've always wanted to, which I could have always done, but I would blame it on the schedule, you know, that I have to take her. And I wasn't really the person that loves to get up really early in the morning. So I would get up, get ready, take her to school and then go about my day. And so the more that I've studied uh, quantum physics and just the things that I've learned about epigenetics and neuroscience and the classes I've done with Dr. Joe Dispenza, he starts two hours every morning on himself. And so I made, I think I prayed about, well, what's my next program going to be? And then I, I was woken up and this idea of wild woman of abundance. Why don't you focus on abundance? But it wasn't myself directly saying I'm going to do this. It was this my spirit, my soul, this, my, my, my inner wisdom. And so I like that wild woman of abundance, wild women of abundance, abundance, because I also notice a lot of people asking me like, oh, what are you going to do now? You know, you can't work with people touching them, doing body work or sound healing in person. And so I thought to myself, well, zoom, 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 zoom. Mm-hmm. zoom's going to be the next thing, you know? And Honestly, I have this desire to travel when my daughter graduates high school, especially I really want to see the world and work from my laptop. So I was having that visual, that intention. And so I thought, wow, why don't I just create a kick ass program where we're all focusing on abundance mindset? I'm sure that's what people could benefit from. But it was more about embodying abundance because that's what I've realized in myself like what kind of makes me a little different than most women is the connection the coochie connection that I have you know I've done a lot of deep 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 opening in my own body in my own vagina so it's not enough to just do hypnosis and do affirmations and I believe that a woman also benefits so much from going inside and really getting to know herself. And Tantra, and so the Wild Woman of Abundance is my spin on what the mindset would be, and then going into the yoni healing, the vagina healing, the pelvic floor. And actually it is a one year long program that I used to do for 10 days. And so right now I said, why don't I just take one aspect of the Well Woman of Abundance and create an Abundance Mindset Masterclass for four weeks. So that's another thing where I think I tend to give people everything all at once. And I'm working on that, like little bits at a time. I don't want to overwhelm people. And um, I have eight amazing Alba Method practitioners right now that I'm that I'm guiding and teaching. And I feel as though like I want to give them everything I know. And so we can't really digest all of it at once. And so that's where October 22nd to November 13th, I'm calling this program Awaken Your Abundance Mindset. So it's about awakening, awakening to that mindset, awakening to living this way. Because I I realize how people, I mean, I've been at this for so long. So for me, I'm in this. But for somebody that's in chronic stress, chronic worry every single night, they don't have a job, they don't. They don't realize that how they're feeling in that moment is actually attracting more lack. Mm -hmm. And so this is about awakening to, well, what would that feel like if I could release more in my body? What would it feel like if I could adopt new principles of believing and have an accountability partner for a month and have a group where we're actually going to share? So this is more like a support mindset group where we're going to do the work. And you're going to get to also practice sharing how you're feeling. How's your journey going? Because this is really what I see as the gem of these group virtual classes. And I never knew you could do so much healing on Zoom. I -hmm. I used to judge, you know, I'm only going to work in person because that's how I could touch people. But that's not true. I work over the phone now. I work through Zoom and people are having amazing shifts, amazing, because people are amazing. We're powerful. We are amazing. And so the minute somebody starts to learn the steps to abundance, their body's like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. I love this. I love this. Give me more. Like, I've been waiting for this. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for not worrying. Thank you so much for trusting me. Thank you so much for listening to this woman that's connecting to you. Your
1: diaphragm. Yeah, because uh, ex- what what you are doing it's unlocking these doors or these damn clothes that we've been we've been carrying for so long, thinking that we need to be somebody else to actually feel happy in our own self, in our own skin, right? So you you I mean you you are right there with the money. It's a mindset. Abundance is all about a mindset because it already exists within you. You don't need to change yourself. You don't need to to change what you do. You don't need to cut your hair or go. To leave someplace else, like abundance in something, it's an energy that is always within you, available to you and to all of us. But it's about our mindset. If we there's like a I think Ford said that if you believe you can or you can't, you will. You know? It's, but it's the same. It's not thing. enough to do the mindset. The coochie down here is going, tell her about the coochie, the coochie. Well, that's that's the thing. Our no, mindset not our- not.
2: <laughs> how many affirmations you do, and I gotta cut you off right there because my coochie woman, she's like this is what's been missing because everybody knows about affirmations, everybody knows about Louise Hay, so what I'm adding in and I have to like say it because it's been so misunderstood is open up that Kuji power, you know get yeah. to China, touch her everybody's using the wands you know, the wands, the crystals I'm like this is the best crystal on the planet because all these sensory nerves,
1: she's pointing right. to her finger
2: Yes. And so women, even like we're so scared to touch our own vagina. I work with these women, so I know. And then it's like, okay, fine. Let's do the crystal. Start with the one. I have to listen to my clients. Right. But it's so interesting how that's the last frontier and we'll let another man make, have sex with us. We'll let another person touch our vagina. Yeah. But we won't touch our own vagina. It's almost like we have to have permission from someone else mm-hmm. to go to our own inner sacred powerful. And I'm one of those women where I was waiting for the man to boss me around and tell me what to do. And even with our own vagina. So this is where abundance mindset is great. And we're doing that in the class. And for whoever wants to go deeper, we're going to go into that yoni and own it. But we got to start with the mindset first. And that is true. But we will not stop there. Because ladies, you are orgasmic. You do have a G spot. You can squirt. That's another one where women are like, I don't know if I have a G spot. Does every woman have a G-spot?
1: Yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> Not sure. Just schedule a session. I'll, I'll, I'll let you make sure. <laughs>
1: Now, uh, look, masturbation, we're speaking about masturbation right here. And also another subject that has been uh, tabooed in our society. We think that touching ourselves is something that uh, is not for good, clean women or whatever it is. But masturbation is the act of giving pleasure to yourself. And if you don't know how to give pleasure to yourself, you cannot expect anyone to give pleasure to yourself. Uh, I'm going to share a bit of a (laughs) a story with you. I have a vibrator. And my daughter found it, and she asked me, "What was that? What what is this?" And so, with all honesty, like I said before, I'm completely transparent with my with my daughter when it comes to everything in life, because I think uh, kids are adults that are shaping their their world, and it's very really? important to speak the truth. She's seven, so. Oh, wow. So I I was like, oh, that's a toy that I have to relax. I, you know, I go in the bathtub and I, I turn it on and I put it all over my body and I relax and it tickles and it makes me, it makes me feel good. And if you hear that explanation, what's wrong with that? that that is what masturbation is masturbation is a time that you give yourself to to yourself to be with yourself and to explore the the corners and the secrets of your body the sensations what you like what you don't what makes you what makes you tick what makes you excited what makes you cry you know mm-hmm. sexuality and abundance are one-on-one together because that is the door that unlocks the road to your liberation it starts in your root chakra and it goes up through every single chakra till it explodes in your brain in my book i explain how orgasms actually happen in your head and not in the in the sexual organs and it's because we have this ability to produce our own dmt which gives us this divine experience when we actually connect with who we are when we have an orgasmic experience that is what some people will say a religious experience a spiritual experience so when it comes to masturbation, you know, uh, I use that as a tool, just as meditation to align with in myself. And trust me, you know, every time that I have a, a talk, I, I need to do public speaking, I need to write something, I need to be in my creative power. That's where I go. That's what I did this morning.
2: <laughs> There's two different neural pathways. You know, this is really important. I feel where when I speak of masturbation, I'm talking about deeper orgasm and heart connection. Mm -hmm. And sacred pleasure practices. And I like saying it like that. And so it's not just put a toy against your clitoris. Like I said before, that's your pudendal nerve. That's a superficial pleasure nerve. And so this is where I love the anatomy because it tells a story. And so women learning how to massage their G-spot this is what I teach women with yoni massage and men too, learn about the deeper orgasm. You can, you can orgasm also from an open supple vagina, but you don't have to be even touching yourself. You could just be squeezing and relaxing those muscles and breathing and expanding. But this doesn't happen just because I told you to. It happens because you've released emotions in there and then your vagina becomes soft and supple. Some women... Where, what I've worked with, they literally have trigger points. Their, their vagina feels super hardened, 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 and there's not suppleness. And so this is where teaching women about how to palpate their vagina muscles and sensing, does it feel supple? It's a smooth muscle, but for a lot of women, it's a tightened, contracted, dried up vagina muscle. And so you wonder why you're not orgasming or why you don't feel abundant. It definitely affects you how your body feels. Yeah. And so this is where I tell women, well, spend spend a beautiful daily practice of massaging your vagina. You could do this while you're taking a shower. You could say hi to her and and like you know give her a little nice brush in there with your finger. You know, brushing her and and loving her just like we brush our teeth. And so the more you Make yourself have an actual connection with your actual fingers, skin on skin. You're creating these pathways, these strengthening, the relationship from your brain to your body. And then you may go make love with your boyfriend and you have this amazing orgasm. And you're like, whoa, you know, what happened? And it's just, it's like a snap of a finger.
1: So what what we're talking about, it's more being in touch with who we are and being open uh, I think in your story you share how contracted you felt how ashamed you felt with your body and a lot of women show up in bed or show up to bed feeling feeling that so it's very difficult uh, as a woman who's been or who feels contracted to have a orgasmic experience or a, a liberating sexual experience because in their own minds and in their own subconscious they feel tight and close. And opening up takes trust, takes trust within yourself and takes trust with your partner.
2: And being comfortable with the unknown because we don't know what's going to happen. And even going into bed, you know, we're coming in with a whole history of all our parents taught us, what the culture taught us. And so for me, when I was 37, after my divorce, and I think it was like a year or two, I was exploring my vagina and, and I was almost like, okay, is God watching right now? Like, okay, yeah, close the door, lower the lights. And, and as I was touching myself, I was exploring my anatomy and I was having fun, you know, cause of my PT background, I knew what I was touching, but I never really made the time to be with myself like that. And so I remember being in my head in the beginning of it. And this is the first time at age 37 that I masturbated and no one was in my apartment. You know, my daughter wasn't there all alone. And I remember thinking, okay, this feels good. And just kind of doing my own thing there with my hand, with my finger. And then as time went on, I was like, okay, but is this a sin? Okay. Is this okay? Okay. Wait a minute. Wow. I judge this. Okay. This is not bad. And then as the minutes went by, it started to feel more, more pleasure and pleasure. And so your parasympathetic nervous system takes over the pleasure system. I walked into that experience as a tense, tightened, scared, judgmental woman, as I communed with myself, you know, as I was intimate with myself and stimulating my pleasure nerves. Cause back then I wasn't doing the breathing, you know, I was not tantra goddess, but I was curious. I had a willingness. I had a desire. And so as the minutes went by my my sexual tension started building, you know that that um, pleasure started building, and I remember I was I, I was like moving my pelvis, touching myself, and then I was like, how could this be a sin? Then I was thinking, how could this be dirty? And then I started crying, thinking, oh my god, you know this is amazing, you know the the feeling took over me, and I and I wasn't thinking as much, and then I thought to myself. I wasted all my life where I could have been pleasuring myself. You know, I could have been doing this to myself. And I used to only associate sex with my ex-husband. He was my high school sweetheart. And so all these things came out of me and I was crying. And then eventually I I had my first orgasm by myself. And I cried even more because I thought, I don't want to waste any more time. I'm 37. So that was such an amazing moment for me where I made time for me. And I, and I have to say, I, I really think I released a lot of shame and then a lot of questioning, like, why is this bad? And I wanted to like call up someone and talk about it. Like, how come, how come masturbation's bad? You know, like, why are we like, I want to ask yeah. all the Catholics out there on the planet, why is masturbation bad? And like, have a picture, like, why is this bad? It's so good. <laughs> like, it's so good. Like, why is this so bad? Yeah, um, um, I, yeah. I've never done that. You know, like, why are we really putting this down? Like, was God only a man? Like, Okay,
1: I don't get this. <laughs> so making time for yourself is what this is all about. You mentioned Joe Dispenza uh, takes two hours in the morning for himself. And uh, masturbation, you know, if we call it some someplace else, something else is exactly that. It's a time for yourself. And I want to dr- uh, draw a, par- a parallel between self-pleasure and abundance. So as much as you give yourself is as much as you are going to receive abundance. It's a rolling door, <laughs> but you need to start, you know, you, you need to push the door and you do it by pleasuring yourself, by being kind to yourself, by being your best friend, by loving yourself crazy, by touching yourself, but knowing, by knowing your body. And suddenly you're going to start kind of like your, your the world is going to start aligning with that energy. It is the mindset, but it's also, it takes this practice of, Befriending yourself again and knowing that there is nothing to be ashamed of, that you're worthy of it all, that you are lovable because you are loving yourself. And that is the first step. And I think masturbation is teaches you that. And um, your, body,
2: your body is your subconscious mind. This is something really important. How we posture, how we hold ourselves is our, because of our subconscious programming. So when you are touching yourself, when you are doing things to your body, when you're, when you're masturbating, open up your legs, receive the breath, receive. There's practices that I teach with Tantra. I coach clients, women, um, and I love sharing. This is a way of receiving your pleasure. And so if you're a person that has a relationship to pleasure and you associate your own body to pleasure, You have to be able to be receptive to receive that pleasure with yourself. And so you are practicing how to receive. And so some of us, we don't know how to receive. No, 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 I don't need it. It's okay. It's okay. So practice, practice touching, practice. And of course, go to my website, Michelleava.com, because I have yoni, healing, and sexual empowerment. And that will teach you practices to receive. And then you're like, oh, my God, Michelle, I got a raise. Yes. you're not even thinking of it. And. It happens, or you get a check in the mail, or no, no. Your parents want to gift you something, and
1: it's and not- your your body starts changing. Your body oh, yeah. starts younger. embracing yourself. Yeah. Yes, yes. Best healing for wrinkles. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, flexibility uh, and how you show how you walk even. People can people can tell. I think you and I, you know, when we first met, that's what attracted from each other. I mean, we didn't know each other. We were in it with a bunch of women and you and I were like, okay, so, so who are you? <laughs> right? <laughs> I think we... And that's how we attract people. we recognize in somebody else that, that we admire, that, we, that also resides within us. Mm-hmm. So when we have that ability and that, cap- that capacity to recognize loving ourselves and embracing who we are, we are going to look for, that, for those people that have that same uh, characteristic.
2: This yeah, this is what we are, everyone. We are sexual beings, just like we breathe, just like we poop. That's what we do. And sex is what we do, folks, for creation. This is we are creative beings. It is our birthright. And so just please remember that this is what we are. So the minute you start working on it, your body just goes, yeah, let's party.
1: <laughs> Michelle, we got to wrap up. But can you tell us how we can find you on social media? Please? Yes.
2: I, I mean, I recommend everybody go to michellealva.com. That's my website. And Michelle Alva TV is my YouTube channel. And you can schedule a free 15-minute call if you want to learn more about how to ignite your inner goddess and just rock it, baby.
1: Yay, yeah sexual energy created this world sexuality is the most powerful energy in the universe Amen. and that is for today i love you thank i you. love you mm-hmm. i'll see you
0: thank you for tuning into nourishing the feminine soul Be sure to join Pamela Wasabi for another edition of the program next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until our next show, have a beautiful week.